Hello, and welcome to The Tish. I'm Dina Weiss. I want to tell you a story about a king. There once was a king who had a celebration, and the way that he chose to celebrate was by inviting all of the people who were in his kingdom to make one request. The first person comes and he says, I really need a new horse. My horse is sick and I just can't do my work anymore. King, may I have a new horse? And the king says, of course, I will grant you this wish. And the person comes in without a horse, leaves with a horse. The second person says, king, I have a leak in my roof. All day, the rain comes in, pours into my house. I need someone to come and fix my roof. Can I have a new roof? And the king says, gladly, I will send you know a roofer over to your house and, and he will fix your roof. And the third person comes and they say, king, I really need a match for my daughter. Help me find a match for my daughter. And the king says, I know everybody in the kingdom. I know someone who's perfect for your daughter, sets them up, problem solved. The king has solved all these problems, has granted all these requests. Towards the end of the day, after the king has granted so many people, so many wishes, a poor person comes in. The king thinks to themselves, whoa, this is going to be a major ask, starts to get his checkbook out, ready to add a bunch of zeros. And he says to this poor person, what do you want? And the poor person says, well, I don't really want anything. And the king says, well, then why are you here? And the poor person says, well, I do have a request. I would like to come back. I would like to have access and be able to come and see you whenever I would like. And the king said, okay, today is the day that I'm granting everyone's wishes. If your wish is to be able to come back and see me whenever you want, your wish is granted. And I look forward to seeing you back in my court again. This is a story of the Baal Shem Tov, and you will not be surprised to find out that the king in this story is God, and the poor person in this story is, or rather should be, us. And the Baal Shem Tov says this poor person right, has achieved much more in their decision to ask for nothing than they would have ever gotten were they to ask for one specific thing. There's a way to read this story that is kind of transactional, where we see the poor person as being very clever, where he has found out how he is going to be able to wish for more wishes. By denying himself the first request, he's granted himself an all-access pass, and whenever he needs anything, he'll just knock on the king's door, and the king will grant him what he wants. But I think there's a deeper and sweeter way to read this story. I think that the poor person is actually asking for just one thing. The one thing that he wants is a relationship with the king. And the poor person is asking for a need. The need that the poor person has is to be close and to feel close to the king. And it's not that he's only interested in the king 
for what the king can grant. He's also interested in the king for who the king is. And he knows that if he makes his relationship with the king about just the one thing that he needs the most, he is also making his relationship with the king just as long as it takes for the king to grant that wish. If he decides that he doesn't want to take the physical concrete gift, then he has gifted himself something that is much more long-lasting and something that is going to serve his deeper emotional need. And the Morinayim quotes the story in order to connect the modes of asking to the way that we are during the week and on Shabbat. Because not only is the poor person us in this story, but also the other villagers are also us. We are, during the week, the people who ask for our concrete physical needs and our prayer relationship with God is about, I want or I need X, Y, or Z thing. But on Shabbat, we're actually the poor person. We're the person who is living in a mindset where it's not about needs. It's actually about relationship. It isn't about what I am trying to accomplish and not able to. It's not about what I'm trying to afford and I'm not able to. It's about the relationship that I want to build and I'm starting to work on. And it's not about something that feels like it's lacking. It's just about something that I'm interested in being a part of and I'm interested in improving. And this is reflected in our prayer life on Shabbat. Many of us think of Shabbat as a day of prayer because it's the only day of the week that most of us set foot in shul. We spend most of the morning in davening, in prayer, and we think, I've actually prayed a lot today. But really, you haven't prayed at all, because on Shabbat, you're not allowed to ask for anything that you need. All that you are doing on Shabbat when you go to shul is visiting God's house, seeing how God's doing, allowing God to see how you're doing, building that relationship with God, as opposed to trying to check things off of your to-do list, trying to fill concrete needs. And it's also the case that many of us go to shul not interested in having a conversation with God, but interested in having a conversation with our neighbors. And that's also extremely valuable because it's consistent with the nature of Shabbat as a day where we're focusing on this deeper need of being in community and being in relationship and this longer lasting need of being in community, as opposed to the one and done types of requests that we might be asking for during the week. And I think the image of the poor person asking the king to come back repeatedly is also a reflection of the nature of what it requires to build relationships. Relationships are not built quickly. Relationships are built through I see you one day, and then I see you again. The third time I see you, maybe I'm going to bump it up to asking to see you on purpose, and then continuing on getting deeper and deeper and deeper. And our relationships become deeper, not through this is what you can do for me, but rather through this is who you are for me, and I want to be in your presence, and I recognize the intrinsic value of being in your presence. The Baal Shem Tov bases his story or is inspired for his story from the Pasuk in Tehillim, 
Tfila la'ani ki ya'atov, the prayer of a poor person, when he wraps or when he is wrapped or cloaked, v'lifnei Hashem yishboch siko, and pours out his prayer before God. And the way that the pasuk is describing the poor person, why is the poor person cloaked? Why are they wrapped? In the pasuk, it seems that the element of the poor person being wrapped has to do with a kind of privacy and maybe even a kind of shame where the poor person feels embarrassed about their need and therefore they kind of cloak themselves, hide themselves from their own vulnerability as they are making this request. And the Baal Shem Tov says, I want you to read the language of Ya'atov as wrapping in the sense of what we would call like a package deal, where the prayer of the poor person is a prayer that is compound, that wraps a bunch of needs all into one. When he asks for access to the king, he's getting all of his needs fulfilled. But I think there's a way in which the Baal Shem Tov's reading is also a radical reversal of the way that the poor person is imagined in this verse. The cloaked poor person is ashamed and embarrassed. They feel like they're always on the take and they feel like they can never give back to the person who's given to them. But the poor person in the Baal Shem Tov story is building a relationship with the king where he is going to have access to the king, the king is not only going to be seen by him, the king is also going to see him. And I think the main contribution of the Baal Shem Tov's rereading of this pasuk is that when we are not asking God for our physical needs, we're also not putting ourselves down and pushing God up by saying, God, we're so lowly, God, we need this you're the provider, you can help us. And instead, we're kind of evening the relationship out because not only do we need a relationship with God, but God also needs a relationship with us. And as we are praying on Shabbat or not praying as it is, I think we should really take this opportunity to think about the way in which there are certain needs that are common to all of us and also common to God And what we're doing when we're building community and when we're building relationship is identifying those points of mutual need and trying to smooth out the differences between us that come from one person having more and one person having less, one person being in a position to help and one person needing help, and instead recognize the ways in which we all just need to be in relationship with each other, the way in which we're all in need of the community that we're all building together. This episode was produced by Sam Greenberg, Effie Unterman, and Jeremy Tabak. Thank you to David Chabinski for recording and editing this episode. Music for the Tish is from Hannah Raskin's debut album, Raza Capella, produced by Rising Song Records. I, 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 I,